Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers out there. It is Wednesday here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. We're talking all things Lions twice a week, Wednesdays and Fridays. Now, I'm always bringing on guests. There's times I do solo shows, you know, always talking Lions, always trying to be positive. Yeah, I might have a rant in me today about some things that have been going on on Twitter. But this guy, I mean, he's backed by popular demand. You guys know who he is. Bro. <laughs> Stefan. You're back on the Kool-Aid cast. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing as good as I can be, you know? I said, we got some things to rant about, but, uh, you know, live to see some brighter days ahead, hopefully. (laughs) So before we got recording, bro, you were like, oh, I'm sick, not feeling good. I mean, you're you're not that guy, are you, where people say, how you doing, and you start telling them everything that's wrong? You're just supposed to say, I'm good, how you doing? That's the Jim Rome bit. Nobody wants to hear how sick you are, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, I'm doing, I'm doing great. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, we, we got some things to talk about now. I'm going to tee it up here while we got your music in the background. Like, we're not... I'm not sitting here talking about Lions-Eagles all day. I mean, 44-6, Jared Goff looked horrible. DeAndre Swift had a terrible game. T.J. Hawkinson finally got the football. But we just got beat up in that game. So I think we should just skip that game, go right to my rant. And then we got Q&A today. We got a fun segment after the commercial break that I think people are going to like. And I'm going to end this with some Lions positivity. You ready to get into this? I'm ready, bro. <laughs> all right. Bro, let's do this. So, here's the thing. I, I I guess, I don't know. I gotta kill your music. I always put your music up, and then I have a hard time getting your music down. I gotta work on that. I gotta work on the production value. But here's the thing, bro. Like, I gotta rant right off the top, because I'm on Twitter. You guys can find me at Derek Oakry. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K, the only way to spell Derek. Last name Oakry, O-K. R-I-E. Like, Stefan, here's my thing, man. So today was the trade deadline. We're recording uh, the evening. It's past. Lions didn't do anything. Bunch of crickets. We get it. So I, earlier in the day, I just put out there, let, let me pull it up. I'm going to pull this up and read this because I don't know if you saw it. There was a lot of back and forth. I, I want to get your take, bro. So lots of people beefing back and forth with me. But here's what I put. Big fan of Decker when healthy. But I'd consider trading him for the right price. Swift is my guy, but his value has never been higher, and I can make RB work in other ways. So I deal him, 
steal him if I got a great offer. Hawk is a stud. But I'd move him, wait for it, for draft assets. Now, Stefan, all day, people have just been coming at me. How day, How could you trade TJ Hawk? It's, I mean, they can't say it the way we do it here on the show, but they're giving me all this grief. Then they're saying, why would you trade Taylor Decker? I mean, he's a left tackle. He's paid. We we, 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 we got to bookend him with Sewell. Hey, DeAndre Swift is a great player. I mean, why would we get rid of him to get a, a, a lottery ticket and a draft pick? I mean, going back and forth all day, bro. And I'm just kind of like, the reason you do all this is because those caveats I put. If you get a great offer, if you get draft assets, if the value, which is the word I kept using for everybody, is better, or you perceive it to be better than what that football player can ultimately give you. And it's not always... Or he makes a couple catches. Or he scores a couple touchdowns. It's about what I got to pay him. It's about his age. It's about his position he plays. And his mentality. Everything that goes into it. So I wasn't trying to get rid of any of those three guys. You guys know I love all three of those guys. But Stefan. I'm willing to make deals. If the and when the price is right bro. Like you said bro. Exactly. You know you got to. Make smart decisions, not uh, not rash ones, you know, not no like knee jerk uh, reactions to especially a game after we just saw. Um, but like, like I said, I mean, there is some value potential. I think we saw with Decker, I mean, our offensive line didn't look too bad against the Rams. I mean, Sewell has shown some um, some good things against Bosa week one. He's shown, you know, Bosa has some good things to say about him. He showed some pretty good things against, you know, Aaron Donald. Obviously, he's, uh, a little bit hit or miss right now, but you know our offensive line does have a little bit of a uh, you know, talent there. We got Ragnar that's coming back, so the right the right uh, the right move for Decker is one of the ones I'm leaning towards most. But don't want to dive into that too much just yet. But you know it's it's a it's a worthwhile debate that's for sure. So here's the thing: we know you love T.J. Hawkinson's hair. You know, we know that you and him could have a bro off any day of the week. I mean, just go back and forth, bro, bro, bro. I mean, this is probably what it would sound like between you two, bro, 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 bro. Listen, bro. Like that's probably how the conversation would go. So we know you love him, DeAndre Swift. Where do you fall on Hawkinson and Swift in regards to? They're good players. We like them, but there are two positions that I can find other ways that I can add other ways. So all these people are killing me. They here, here's my main point. I'll give it to you very slowly so you understand, and so all the people out there that were killing me get it. Oh, thanks, they kept, man. They, they kept it, saying. Why are you going to get rid of a, a good player now to guess if you can get one later? So here's the answer, bro. Because maybe, just maybe, I could do better. <laughs> maybe I can get a better player. I mean, gosh, TJ Hawkins is not some all-world game changer. DeAndre Swift's a running back. I mean, he I love his explosiveness. He catch, run, he run you over. I've said all this on the show. I had to fight Logan Lamarandier on the show and say DeAndre Swift's more than just a pass catcher. He could do it all. But I can also do without him if you're going to give me multiple picks that I think I could turn into gold. So that's the point, bro. Do do you understand? The people out there didn't understand. They kept calling me idiots. They were saying, I don't understand. Why am I not the GM? I'd ruin the team. I'm pretty sure if you give me a bunch of draft assets, I could probably do better 
than TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift at running back if I got four or five shots at it here in the second, third rounds of the draft. Maybe even a first rounder. I mean, who knows if you get that price. And if you can't get those good prices, keep the guys. But if I get those kind of draft assets, I'm going to go do damage if my name's Brad Holmes. Yeah, man. I don't know why you couldn't get a, a late round first pick for one of those guys, too. But like I said, I mean, man, I mean it's, uh, it's tough to give up the only viable talent we got when the team is so depleted. I mean, I don't care if we got, you know, freaking Jared Goff or Tom Brady. I mean, you, you got to have somebody to make a play. Um, and Swift does have that explosiveness, like you talked about, where Hawk, you know, he's just a solid all-around dude. He obviously made a Pro Bowl. Uh, obviously, he is special to a degree. Um, but it just, it's tough to when you when you look down, sit down, and, and look at the whole picture. I guess we're not like talking about getting rid of all three. We're talking about making the right move for for one or, or two, and and building off a um, you know a piece or two there as well. So it's it's just a really depressing conversation to talk about getting rid of the only talent we got. So I think, you know, people are mad for a reason. Uh, we're mad too. So <laughs> it's, it's a tough conversation. Oh, you know, people got to control bruh. emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, you're, you're getting me mad right now because you're doing exactly what they did. Oh, we can't get rid of our only good players. We're rebuilding. We're trying to change things. We're trying to get game changers, elite football oh, players. Shit. We're not trying to hang on to guys that are I, I that are okay. Thing to think about, man. The only pieces we got, we're talking about shipping off. So, Stephen, did you a tough time? Have you to, watched the games? Like, you know, think about uh, the pick, future. <laughs> I I am the only one thinking about the future. I'm the one that's trying to like say if someone comes to you with good picks that you can turn into better, multiple better players than these guys. Consider a deal. You're saying, oh, I gotta hold on to them because next Sunday I really want to root on my team. Two weeks from now in Pittsburgh, I really want to go out there and get them with my guys. Like it's not about now. We already seen that they're 0 and 8. I'm saying like if someone came to you, you need to think bigger picture, long term. We need guys that can win games at the quarterback position get after the quarterback i need guys that can cover at the back end i don't know maybe get me a safety that can actually make plays get me a linebacker again get me other people not sit there and go well you know there's only a couple guys we got we better hang on to them why (laughs) not when the price is right and if the price isn't right keep them i'm not even it's ridiculous all right, bro. Listen, just let's just take a deep breath, bro. I got you because I don't necessarily necessarily disagree with what you're saying. I'm just trying to maybe you know give the devil's advocate point of view, and also, I mean, understand. I'm I'm wrestling with my own you know heart versus brain too, going back and forth. I love these guys, just like you said, you love these guys. Like they're 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 ball players. They're they're freaking um, you know solid assets, and you know you got to take a step back sometimes and just realize, all right, yeah, what is better for the future. Um, again, I'm not disagreeing with you, bro. I'm just saying it's it's definitely hard, you know, as a fan. You got tiny glimpses of hope to cheer for, and we're sitting here talking about shipping them off. So, listen, it's not a fun conversation, but it's definitely something that has to be um, given a lot of time and, and effort for for our boy, uh, you know, Brad and them in the front office. So, you know, it's, it's something, but something's gotta happen. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, bro. I, I'm going to calm down. All you people out there on Twitter, obviously, I love talking ball. I, I Anytime I put out any comment that has anything about maybe getting rid of a decent player, maybe considering value, maybe we could do better, maybe there there's bigger dreams out there. People kill me. They, they obviously don't realize that 
every week, twice a week, and every day, basically, I do this. Drink it in, uh, <laughs> I'm drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid side of cornbread. Cornbread! Make it a double. Cornbread! Like, I mean, you gotta know that, yes, I love these plays. Yes, I'm rooting on it. I've DeAndre Swift's here for, you know, five, six more years. I'm gonna root him on. I'll probably be wrecking a 23 jersey before you know it, but... If somebody comes a knocking and I feel the price is right, whether it be draft assets or they can get a, a mid-year veteran that I think is a better player, multiple players that are better, I'm never going to turn that down. Those people online that are saying you can never trade so-and-so, uh, you know, why get rid of our good players again to get better players? Why get rid of our players now for draft picks? Because draft picks are absolute gold. They get paid like peanuts compared to everybody out in the NFL, and that's the only way that we can get premier football players here for the Detroit Lions because nobody's coming here in free agency I'm sorry to tell you nobody's trying to come up here unless you either pay overpay them or until we start winning ball games and that's not happening right now or maybe in the near future so all right rant over bro that was fun I feel better now and uh everybody keep hitting me up on Twitter at Derek Oker give me a follow (laughs) and uh check out all that Detroit Kool-Aid I'm always throwing out there so Stephanie I want to do some Q&A bro I want to throw some yeah, questions at yourself, you. Bro. I want to get your opinion. You ready to get into that? Yeah, let's let's get into that, bro. Let's let's, let's, let's keep it moving. All right. So, like, my first thing, just in in Q and A, is like, so where are you at, like, with Jared Goff? I mean, we just talked about these guys being traded. Well, let's start first. Are you a Sewell left tackle guy or not? Can he play there? Is he your long-term guy? Or are you fine with him on the right side? With when and if Taylor Decker comes back, which sounds like it might be happening sooner than later. You know, it definitely sounds like it's going to happen um, going forward. They uh, reactivate it, it seems like. And it's going to be a, a wait-and-see kind of situation because before, um, up, up until the trade deadline, I was the guy like, just let Sewell stick a left tackle, let him do his thing, let him go through the growing pains. And like I said, we showed, um, we got some decent, you know, upside against the Rams and in certain games this year, our offensive line has looked pretty, pretty solid. Uh, now with Decker coming back, I'm just, I'm very curious to see what that's going to look like. Um, you know, obviously protecting golf is huge because he can't make plays on his own. So, I mean, I'm but Jerry golf kind of touching on that real quick. If you throw the ball out of bounds, the fourth down one more time, I swear, I'm I'm going to be one of those idiots calling for David Blau next. Like, it's ridiculous, bro. So, exactly. You know, Bruh. let's see what Taylor Decker does. If if personally, I'll just say this real quick, throwing it back to you. Out of all the three pieces you mentioned, you know, I, I'd be most willing to to get him uh, on the on the trading block or uh, move him for assets because, like we said, the the young players are still on um, cheaper contracts and. We get rid of you know Decker for some more draft capital. There's not a not a QB coming this draft. You know, draft a guy uh, in the next couple of years who's going to be on rookie contract. So, you know, we're going to have to get rid of some of the expensive veterans. And Decker is one of those players that comes with a price and, and could get something in return. Um, and then we're going to get rid get get rid of Goff. Shit, because sorry, language. Because um, <laughs> bro, he's overpaid and it's even worse than anyone could expect. I think so. 
My yeah. rant's over now. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess, like, I, I'm cool with Penny Sewell being over there, but I'm intrigued to see what it's like with, with him. Um, Jonah Jackson's getting a lot of love. You know, Frank Ragnow didn't come back till next year, so you got to wait on that, just like you got to wait on Mr. Okuda. You know, there's so much, like, that we just got taken from us early on in this season. Like, there are times, I think I put out a tweet, too, recently, where I had this whole list of young guys that I still like and I think are you know, good building blocks. And it was 15 plus deep, 20 deep, you know, it was a, it was a good list. So, you know, seeing, you know, those two guys on the left rag now in the middle and Penny over the right. I mean, you'd love to see that and kind of see what it would feel like before you, um, you know, just made the move or like, I, I think Penny Sewell has shown he can play the left. We don't know if he can play the right yet. So I'm curious on that. I mean, I'm with you on Jared Goff. I mean, I'm with you on uh, fourth down. I mean, I have some exclusive audio on Jared Goff about throwing it out of bounds on fourth down multiple times. It's a bad decision. Period. Point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now he he's quoted as saying this last <laughs> one got got away from oh, him was uh, was uh, a physical error, not a mental error. And we we both are sitting there both. You suck, bro. Like we've seen enough. You can't play. You can't make throws. I mean, it's just getting more and more frustrating, as you said. But I'm also been quoted as saying I'm willing to ride it out with him because we don't have better options, and I think that's the best way to go. So, I mean, uh, I want to see Penny over at the right I don't want to see a ton more Jared Goff but I know I'm gonna have to while we rebuild this team um yeah it's 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 interesting what what else is going on with the Lions here Q&A wise like uh I mean where are you at are they are they gonna win a ball game is it gonna come down to the you know to the end where they're trying to get a dub ski what do you think you know it's tough bro but you know I think honestly after the bye coming up I mean I think it's 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 a chance for us to uh, to regroup. I mean, there has been some big games where we've we've showed up. You know, we showed up against the Rams, um, and then laid an egg. You know, we showed up um, a couple weeks ago against the the Ravens, and then the very next week laid an egg. So, I mean, I think uh, coming out of the bye, it's going to be huge for us to uh, to get that first W, and then going in Thanksgiving, you know, we got you know Justin Fields, hopefully right for the taking, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, where do you think our first one comes in? I I mean, I just think it's NFL, like, they're any given Sunday, so even when it doesn't look like they can win, you know, it just only takes that, that one week where everything comes together, you get a couple turnovers and do it, so I feel like every week they have a chance, you know, you just saw the Jets beat the Bengals out of nowhere with a scrub, no-name quarterback, so... You know, I'm just hoping sooner than later because I don't want to get it too late in the game. There's already all these questions, and then you got the DBs and these other media um, people out there. That's all they want to talk about, and they just they talk to the players about it. They got to ask Dan freaking Campbell about it. Um, it's just getting old already. So the sooner they can put that to bed, you know, the better. I mean, I think Dan Campbell said it best. I mean, he's he's pretty much had enough of it. You've had enough of that. Sh- Exactly, Dan Campbell. So have I. We 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 don't want to deal with that at all. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Stefan, who's the best player overall in the Detroit Lions, healthy or not, right now? Ooh, I mean, that's 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 tough. But I mean, it might just be Frank Ragnall. I mean, shoot, unfortunately, I mean, um, he is he's a beast. Or I mean, I don't know. Other than that, I'm, I'm having tough. A tough time picking one because it's it's been so ugly of late. I mean, who who, who you who, who you rolling with in that in that uh, situation? 
I don't know, man. I feel like Ragnow gets the nod because of his Pro Bowls and because of how solid he is. But again, I look at roster building a lot different. You know, I don't care if you have an all world tight end and a dominant RB and a great free safety. You know, like I'm trying to get a great quarterback, a great edge rusher or two, a great lockdown corner, you know, what dynamic number one, number two, and possibly number three receiver. I think that's kind of how you win in today's game with those type of premier spots. So, I mean, center, I love him. Don't get me wrong. Left tackle as well. So that's kind of why I'm excited about Penny Sewell. He's 20, 21 years old and could lock down that left side and be a physical beast as well as a dancing bear for a while. So, you know, you know, right now, let me ask you this real quick. Cause obviously you talk, you know, we got some of the big boys, obviously, and we know their, their value, their worth. I mean, with our lack, just pure lack of, of talent and skill positions. I mean, do you see any value at all in going out and get, um, like a Deshaun Jackson type or, you know, someone, um, a guy like that, just to give, just to give another potential weapon. I mean, Cephas is obviously hurt, you know, St. Brown has shown some skills, but I mean, we really are lacking in that, in that, you know, department. So I mean, what's yeah. your take on that? Yeah, it's, it's been a good, it's a good question. I mean, Deshaun Jackson to me is kind of a, a head case a little bit. He does have elite speed, which is great, but it doesn't seem like the kind of guy I'd want to bring in. Uh, I do think that Brad Holmes kind of been just very almost overly patient, just sort of like bringing his current guys along, like figuring out that they'll be able to get a win or two and he'll just roll with this whole, you know, tank, rebuild, retool, whatever you want to call it. I think the fans are getting a little sick of it. It's a little bit hard to watch on Sundays when you know every once in a while Khalif Raymond makes plays or you know other teams are just taking away our top couple options so I do think they should look out at it I mean Arthur uh, on Twitter who likes to try to beat me up on stuff he was killing me because I kept saying like when these young guys come available like Jalen Smith the stud linebacker number first overall or first round pick came available and I was just like, maybe take a chance on him. Like, he had a bad knee. I get it. But if he's somewhat healthy, what could have hurt? And then this tight end comes available that I like, Sternberger. I'm like, hey, you know, all we got is Darren Fells behind TJ Hawks. And so maybe worth bringing him in. Everyone's like, these guys suck. They're horrible. They, they can't stay on a roster. I'm like, yeah, but. You know, maybe they could play here. You know, we, we don't have depth at, mo- at linebacker or tight end. Or, like you said, if they can find a wide receiver they think has been. I mean, they've already brought in multiple receivers that haven't done anything. I mean, Trinity Benson, hello. Is this mic working? Like, are you out there? We give up a fifth and a seventh. I haven't seen you even once. Oh, I don't man. even know this guy's made a catch for the Lions yet. Where, where the, the, what the heck's he doing? So, I, I don't know, man. I feel like they're just riding it out. But it's I tough. agree with you. Like, if the right guy's there, bring him in and try to get a little juice, either in the passing game or on defense, and try to get you over the hump that way, of course. And I'll just end by saying this. I mean, you know, we've shown – we got a little bit of juice out of Adrian Peterson, you know, the guys who are, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, washed up or past the prime, but, you know, maybe just to, you know, a year or two out of them just to get us over the, the hump of these, you know, <laughs> these growing pains. So I'll leave it at that for now. Now, you know, I can't let you say Adrian Peterson without like me doing my gimmick, which is like, 
last year early in the year it was Adrian Poops. And then after a few games, it was Adrian Adrian Peterson. Um, so, like, uh, fun with his name. He's now playing in Tennessee. But let, let's do this, man. Let's we're gonna keep the show tight because there's no reason to talk about this Eagles game. Let's let's take a break, come back, have a little bit of fun, and then get the people out of here with some draft talks, some free agency, some positivity. How about we do that? Sounds like a plan, man. Let's do it, bro. All right, bro. We'll be right back, bro. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Detroit Kool-Aid, back from the break. Thank you guys so much for listening to our sponsors. Thank you for hanging in there with me while I ran and raved to begin the show. Had to get it out there. Again, I threw out my Twitter handle. I got the king of all bros here on the show. He, he's dropped probably about 20 to 30 bros. I don't. I, some of you are out there counting. We, we get the count sometime here on the show. Bruh. But he, he's back here, and Stefan, I mean, I just say we get right into it, man. This is a segment I came up with um, pretty much just for you. Bruh. It's called Bruh. Bro Bruh. or No. <laughs> and what I want to do is throw some players at you, and if you love them, if you think there's you know something there, if you like think they might be a piece, or maybe they got a little something, something still left, or maybe you can keep them around, they can be productive then it's bro. And then if you think these guys are horrible, they got to go. They should be working at the bowling alley. These guys can't play. You're tired of watching them on Sunday. They shouldn't be wearing the Honolulu blue and silver. Then it's, oh, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. So, bro or no, I mean, you ready to get into this, bro? Bro. I'm ready, bro. Bro. (laughs) 
first one. You're going to love this first one, bro. Oh, geez. Jared Goff. I mean, the Cali bro is a huge no. <laughs> God almighty is a no. Are you, are I mean, you telling me there's nice no guy, chance? You know, good dude, but Lord almighty, he's a no for my quarterback. So there's just no chance is what you're telling me? What's that? The I mean, you need that, that, that drop with a no, no chance. chance. No chance. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to tee it up again uh, so I could drop the beat. But yeah, that, that, that's, that's where you're at with it. I mean, no chance again. in hell. Most of the people that were defending Jared Goff and hoping he was going to be good are now doing this. <laughs> he hasn't been good. We're backpedaling. We're trying to say we knew he wasn't going to be good. It's it's not been pretty to watch. There's no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, everything pretty much got to go perfect for Jared Goff to be a bro at this point and be like a keeper or like I just don't see it from arm strength to playmaking. Everything's a check down. I mean, he gets any type of pressure. He crumples. Like, I, I can't hang my hat barely on anything he's doing well. But, again... I would love it to all come together. Seems like a nice guy. He yes, could date yes. my sister, but he yes, ain't my he, quarterback. He says all the right things, as I've said before. <laughs> he's, he seems like a good guy for right now, which means he's a good placeholder while we retool everything else and then kick him in the ass on the way out. All right, next one, bro. Is this bro or no? Amon Ra St. Brown, wide receiver, USC rookie. Still gonna go, bro. I mean, dude's he's, he's starting to you know catch some more balls. He's starting to show a little uh, little talent here and there. Um, you know, put a little. He's obviously not a number one, so let him find his the right role in the team. And I think he's a good little piece. Yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, he's a bro for me for sure. It's, it's, you know, people want all this production. I knew, I thought he was going to be like the only receiver we had. So I was like, of course he's going to rack up some yards and be better than expected. I think some people thought that was meant he was going to be like a 70 catch guy and he's going to have a thousand yards. No, like, I mean, that usually doesn't happen, but I, I think he's had some plays taken off the board that were really nice and, just kind of coming along as a rookie you know i think when they surround him he'll be a nice two three wide receiver and and definitely be a bro for the people all right broski next one bro or no this is a tough one tracy walker Uh, it is a tough one man because i want him to be a bro i I really do i think (laughs) he could be a solid piece but it's just so much inconsistency to be determined, but for now he still gets a broke bro status. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I mean, I think I think you know he's made a few plays this year. I think you need to give him a little bit more, more of a bro than that. I mean, you can do better than that, bro. It's tough. I mean, like I said, it, it's it's very hard to, to not be demoralizing. But listen, yeah, okay, he, he's he's a bro. He just needs to be able to do it consistently. <laughs> All right. Um, I I don't know. I mean, uh, again, it's recently biased for me. Everyone's back. Wow, look, Tracy Walker's making a couple hits. Wow, he almost got his hands on the football. Wow, he's he's he looks like he's upset at the podium. Like, he's still not a guy that I'm really willing to buy in as this long term 
stud safety. I mean, he looks bad because Will Harris is so horrible next to him. My guy, Will Harris, who I thought was going to be good, he's so bad. Every week, he's so bad. Like, I mean, I don't know if you put a good guy next to Tracy if he's real good or if you put a guy that's good, he'd just look, like, horrible, too. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll bro him out for now, but I, I'm not in love with it. It could definitely be a, a no for me depending on what he wants moving forward. This is last year of his deal. All right, this is another rookie. He's a big yoked up dude in the middle. He wears number 55, bro or no, Derek Barnes. Again, wrong spelling on Derek, but the guy is a beast. Yeah, man, he is a beast, bro. I mean, again, he just really started getting some reps. So um, he's a bro for now. He, uh, he's got all the opportunity now going forward to, to, to really implement himself you know, as a starter. So, um, I mean, nothing but young and raw. So he's a bro. He, he can grow into something special, I think. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like Derek Barnes a lot, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, next one, this guy's flashed a few times. Austin Bryant, outside linebacker, defensive end type guy. Wearing the deuce, wearing the number two these days. Um, you going to give him a brochacho or a no-ski? I, mean, I don't want to say, like, I'm not going to go as far as saying no, but uh, I, I haven't seen it enough. I mean, maybe that's just me kind of too casually watching the games, just, you know, being realistic. I mean, um, zoning out here and there, but like, you know, uh, I'm going to have to be kind of a, do a cop out and do to be determined. <laughs> uh, oh, let me, let me take over on that one. I, I don't know. I've, I've rooted for this guy as well. He just, he's finally healthy. He's at least out there, which is a good thing, but I just don't know. Like, again, I'm looking for, for top players that show up every week and are consistent. And this guy's athletic. And and I've been looking for the soundbite this whole segment, and I finally found it. So I guess just because I want to play the bit and because he hasn't really blown me away, I'll go with no on this. No! God, please, no! <laughs> so, I'm um, sorry, Austin Bryant, but <laughs> well, I, had I, the, the I had to use the bit. The fact that the best thing you had to say about him is, oh, well, he, at least he's out there. He's, he's healthy. I mean, shoot, <laughs> yeah, right. I changed my answer. It's no. <laughs> is is Austin Bryant normally out there? Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Um, but finally he is. So I don't know. He's still young. He's long athletic. I mean, he could maybe somehow possibly be a bro, but for now... It's no. All right. Um, last one. I saved the best for last. Again, we could go through multiple other players, but we only have so much time here on the show. Mr. Jeffrey Okuda. It's never paying me so much to say something bad about Ohio State, but hell no. The oh. dude might be one of the biggest busts. I mean, God, he set us back. Like, not, not saying that that first round back in 2020 had all these hall of famers or whatever, but like, God almighty, you can't not say no. If you, if, if you say bro, this one, I think we should, I don't know, have you checked for COVID or something. You're losing your mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Hold on. I'm going to do something here on the show. Let me, let me get this all set up. So I can try to knock this out. So your, your first take I liked, which was simply this. Hey, listen, Ohio state sucks. <laughs> so, so I'm all for that here on the show, and then and then then you shocked me. I mean, you you basically wowed me on the show. Wow, <laughs> that's what I said when you went to this about Mr. Okuda. No, God, please, no. I was like, 
Wow. I can't believe your dog and Mr. Okuda. Okay, he had a bad rookie. Okay, he got hurt. But for me, Mr. Okuda, number 23, is still this. Oh, he's a bro. He's a player. He's a ball player. He's on my team, bro. How, how dare you say no to Mr. Okuda? Man. Maybe I'm salty right now because of the college football landscape, but whatever, man. Well, to be determined, man. But right now, it's a hell no. Until you can show otherwise, it is what it is. All right, bro. Let me go off You've scripts been- for a second. Like, I got to get you. I need some juice from you. I need some. I need a take. I need a strong rant. I need some energy. Stefan, what'd you think? What was your thoughts? How did you feel? About the Michigan, Michigan State ball game that went down this last week. Everybody knows that me and you were, were Michigan bros. We went to the we went to the the maze out. We went to the tailgate. Like, how how'd you feel when we got that game stolen from? When Michigan gave that away? When we got beaten by Sparty? You better bring it, bro. Oh boy, I mean. Oh, dude, it was it was a rough, rough freaking day. I mean, from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, man. Like, I'm I'm sitting there, I'm I'm, I'm stuck in the car in the second half, coming across town, and I'm, I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, hooting and hollering. My girlfriend's freaking out because uh, you know I'm I'm going crazy. I'm, I'm excited. I'm I'm happy as can be, you know. Um, and then to just the lowest of lows. I mean, we we did everything we could to give the game away. I'm just, I mean, I'm, oh God, it's, to, to have to go through that and to, to go right into the Lions performance, man, oh man, what a, what a, just a horrible way to end the weekend. I'm not going to lie, man, it, I'm, I'm freaking heartbroken, dude. I'm not going to lie. I'm freaking heartbroken. It, it, it sucked. Bruh. That's all I got to say. Bruh. I'm going to piss off. Bro. <laughs> Do you need me to help you with some rants? Do you need me to help you turn up the juice? Because that 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 was not a take. That was that I felt no passion. There. It was and, demoralizing, and, man. Was, here's the here's the issue. What do you want me to say? Yeah, here's what I want you to say. I want you to answer for yourself. The, there's only one Michigan Michigan State game a year. This time it happened to be twelve noon on a Saturday, and you're in the car. You're with the lady? You can't get a two to three hour block to watch Big Blue versus Sparty? One of the biggest games in the past 50 years of college football here in the state of Michigan? You're sitting tooling around town, going from Macy's over to, uh, you know, get an ice cream cone. What are you doing? That's first and foremost. Second of all, you didn't talk about anything with the game. You didn't talk about the fumble that cost us a touchdown that was taken off the board. You didn't talk about the fact that we couldn't stop a nosebleed in the run game. You didn't say, what is J.J. McCarthy doing? Putting the ball on the ground late in the game on a stupid option. Who knows what? Hold on to the football. Don't turn your back after it's on the carpet and then have the have the green team pick it up. That's embarrassing. Harbaugh should be embarrassed. Stefan, bro, you should be embarrassed by that take and the fact that you weren't ready to watch the game. That's Terrible. Charles Barkley would be embarrassed. That's horrible. That was the worst loss I've seen in a long time as a Michigan fan. And your take was just as bad, bro. Whatever, bro. Listen, 
there was valid reasons why I was stuck in the car. You know, whatever. We were on our way to a very important tailgate situation. You know, life happens. But yeah, okay, listen. You sure you weren't shoe shopping, bro? Freaking, I, I, I'm a, listen, hold, just Mike McDonald, I'm a, I, I'm, I like what you've done so far, but my God, if you can't understand, then stop subbing on the fly because Mel Tucker is just abusing you. Freaking, I think Western even got us. Like, if we get another illegal substitution penalty, I'm going to call back for Don Brown, for God's sakes. Like, okay, yeah, listen, I can go on and on. It sucked. It was, it pissed me off. Um, we made we just solidified homeboys Heisman you know freaking um, highlight video. So yeah, it sucked. All right, I'm sorry. All right, said, let's let's finish the show on a on a Detroit Kool Aid cornbread filled positive note. Can we do that? Drink it in. Uh, I'm tired about you picking out ties. You're out there taking, you know, wedding photos, maybe getting your hair cut, whatever you're out there doing with the old lady friend. I mean, she's a wonderful individual. You're, eh, you're all right, bro. But like, you need <laughs> to just say, unless we got a death in the family or something we have to do, like, I just need two or three hours. Everything else can be her and your whole everything else. But I need that block of time for you to be locked into a football game like that. I don't want to get all riled up again. Just see if you can, like, if you need me to write it out for you, I'll write out you the permission slip. And I'll say, like, next year, Michigan, Michigan State, and then that game against the team that we shall not speak of. Like, can I get three hours by myself to maybe watch the game with the bros and get a W. So let me know if you want me to do that. We'll get her to sign it. We'll all be good. All right. Yeah, man, I bro, listen. are I you there? Use the help. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> bro. All right. So let, let's end it with this free agency 2022. Everyone's telling me, oh, Lions got all this money. Like we're going to get it fixed in the off season. Like, don't you worry. Like, what are what are Dan freaking Campbell and Brad Holmes going to do to get quality free agents to the D? What are they going to be able to do this, or is it going to be just absolute crickets uh, here again when it comes free agency and we're taking guys that are about to be out of the league? I mean, is it going to be like some craziness? I mean, is it going to be straight up like Rod Allen? Like I'm all fired up about it. Like you know, are we going to be saying this after free agency? <laughs> Or is it, is it going to be crickets, bro? Is it going to be like where all the good players go? Like, well, hello, we're here too. Like, what do you think? Man, listen, bro. I, I, first and foremost, what I need is for Dan Campbell to just kind of tighten things up. Obviously, give some confidence to, to some of these free agents, free agents out there. Um, you know, but the good good news is I think the players still – enjoy playing for him that still have the guys back. He has their back. He's taking ownership on certain things. So that's all good, you know, good signs. Um, you know, we got some, some good pieces here um, that came from, you know, LA that are, you know, they've, they've, they've been with different coaches You know, they speak highly. So uh, with Brad Holmes, I think he just got to, you know, stick to what he's been doing, you know, with what he's made his name off of and is making smart picks. You know, he's not going to, I don't think he has to go for the, the flashy name or just, you know, again, throw money at the right people uh, or just at the wrong people, rather. He's going to make educated decisions. He's going to find pieces that fit for our squad. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be a splash. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, it isn't, but it's going to have to be those hidden gems. It's going to have to be built in the draft. And until we find 
some depth in the draft. Draft the free agents are going to be, you know, uh, a diamond. Like they're not going to be a diamond dozen. They're going to be like hidden gems. That's all I can say about that. All right. Well, there's some Kool Aid for you, everybody. Drink it in. Uh... I sure hope so. I hear that all the time. That hey, you know, oh, we're gonna get these diamonds, and oh, we're gonna get that guy in the middle of his career at a good contract. He's coming here and play ball. Like I still haven't seen it because no, everybody wants to work wait, in Cooper Florida. Cup's coming. Florida, there's no taxes. You know, want to live in Miami? Like, hey, you want to come to Detroit, play for the line? No, I'm good. Like, they gotta fix that. It's gonna come with winning. You gotta, you gotta spend, and you gotta have guys that can recruit. I do think Dan freaking Campbell and Brad Holmes are gonna be much more better. You know, much better. I mean, if I could speak, much better recruiters than Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, who just seemed like absolute. Uh, you know, a-hole idiots when it was all said and done. I bet they didn't even speak to free agents. They probably sent them a, a handwritten note and hope they would come there rather than actually speak it to them like human beings. So I'm a TBD wait and see, but I sure hope those guys can work their magic and get a couple good ball players here that, you know, can can skyrocket once they get to the Lions. Because here's my other beef. Again, I'm not going to go on a big ramp, but people online, they keep telling me, why would we make draft picks? We never draft well. That was years ago. Like, why... Why are we not going to be able to get free agents? Well, we never have got free. Like, it's all got to change, and it can change with a couple ball players. You know, like there's a, there's been instances in Detroit sports and otherwise where you get a ball player too, or a guy that comes here and he's a leader, and next thing you know, it starts rolling, and that's what they need. I don't know who that guy is, but I think that needs to happen. So, Stefan, let me end it with this. You know, I'm at. I, well, like, let me let me just you know touch it real quickly. Said a player too goes a long way. Let's let's go back to what the Tigers did not too long ago. That's they the sport these, we shall not speak of. Verlander. They brought in Pudge, oh, and God. next thing you know, we're building a, a championship squad. So anyway, you know it, it can be done. We got a lot of foreign players, a lot of guys that bring the passion that could relate to players out there. So that's where you know my silver lining is. They got some guys that can you know that can recruit potentially. <laughs> All right, hold on. G- give give me that incredible sport we shall not speak of. Take real quick again, one more time, just the cliff notes. We had some young stud like Verlander. We were building a little bit of a young team. Caught in punch, punch Rodriguez. You don't like that. Come on, like that. Had to drop the hammer on you, bro. You know we don't speak about that sport here on the show. No one cares. It's a horrible sport. Nobody cares about baseball. All right. So as I was saying, NFL draft. NFL draft, bro. I know you're not a big draft guy. I eat, sleep, and breathe the draft. You got a lot of people online that are draft experts or claim to be or think they got it all figured out. Let me ask you this. With you not being all over the draft, I just want to ask you this. Are you leaning towards a QB if someone emerges as well as that just might be the best play? Or are you going to sit there maybe with the top pick in the draft and go best player available, either the big kid rush player out of Oregon, Thibodeau, or maybe if somebody else is up there, are you going to go or are you just saying, man, I got to get quarterback now? Man, I don't see anything in the quarterback range that makes me want to, you know, say go quarterback. I'm, I'm going best player available all day or I'm going trade down for even more capital. I don't even think it's close. There you, they, it took you the whole show to give good take. Finally, you came strong. You came hard. I like that opinion, but I got to be honest. It's what I do, too, on the show. I got to kind of disagree with you. Like, all these people, oh, this isn't a good quarterback club. Oh, this, it always happened to the Lions. Like, this happens every year. And then as the scouting combine gets going, workouts, 
these guys emerge who don't even know who's coming out at this point. Like some of these sophomore juniors, um, you know, redshirt juniors or whatever might come out that you don't expect that are like really beef up this quarterback class. So I'm not writing it off by any means. I've had many of people get at me and like, man, don't take quarterback this year. Don't take like I love Thibodeau. Don't get me wrong. I think he is a great player. And as long as his head's right, he would be a really nice piece for the Detroit Lions. But if it's close. And there's a quarterback that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell love and that emerges and is the ball player. You take them at the top of the draft. I can get other players later. So uh, I'm going to wait and see how it plays out. I'm not going to be like you and many others that have it all figured out right now. I think there could be a really nice quarterback there. I'm also in the camp of let's play it out for a year or so. Let's let Jared Goff take all the lumps, all the heat, build the team around him, and then right when the team's good, send him out the door and plug in, you know, a dynamic QB either in the draft, maybe a mid, you know, veteran that comes along and ball out. Like that's how I'd do it. Yeah, man. Like again, I, I'm not against you know being sway the other direction. If someone does emerge, that's that's great, bro. But right now, Bruh. I don't see it. So you know, we're going best available. It is what it is. All right. There's there's a Stefan draft plan. Stefan, man, you came on the show. I gave you a hard time the whole show. It's kind of what I do. It's kind of my gimmick here on the show. We had some fun. You, you dropped some bros, which is always funny to me and the people out there. Bruh, bruh, bruh. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Always fun to have you on. Lions are struggling. We're still here talking Lions, and we know that one day, I think Chris Spielman said, sooner than later, in the near future... It's going to all come together and get figured out, bro. Can't wait. Bruh. Can't wait. Bart Scott. We need him to come back, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, man. Man, it's been fun. You know, a little, a little bit of fun is all we can have with with how things are going right now. But until uh, next time, bro. Hopefully better uh, better times ahead. <laughs> no doubt. We, we I'm going to do a guarantee here on the show. By the time the king of bros... Hold on. Let, let me hit the music for this. By the time this man, Stefan... You guys know him. He bros out every week. When he comes back on the Kool-Aid cast, bro... Like, I'm here to tell you and tell the people the next time... You are on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. We're serving up that delicious, that wonderful Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. The Detroit Lions will have one, maybe even two W's in the win column. You heard it here first, everybody. There you go, bro. Let them know. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Drink it in, everybody. Enjoy. We still got... Nine plus weeks of NFL ball, four or five plus weeks, hopefully more for our Michigan Wolverines. Um, enjoy your football, and uh, we'll check you on Friday right here on the Detroit Kool Aid Cast. Take care, everybody. We're out, bro. Drink it in, man.